Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. Remember, over on Facebook, my wife and I are Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministries. You want to come over and join us for free Grace Teaching. Right here, we're talking about Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. You know, we often have heard that song. We've sung that song, and you know, in uh, church on Sundays, and we've, uh, you know, it's the most simplicity, it's the simplest song, yet it has so much meaning to it. You know, if Jesus is actually enough, which he is, why do you need another seminar or another book? You see, and that's what we're talking about here. We go into the Bible and we look at scripture and the focal point of all scripture is what? Well, the focal point of all scripture by choice and design is it points us to the living Christ within us. So remember, we don't have to go too far to find him because whoever's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So if we're allowing the scripture to point us into him, then yes, Jesus is enough. We don't need a seminar to teach us that. All we need is a scripture. And so what we're gonna do is take a look at our security and our assurance in Christ. The writer of Hebrews 6.19 tells us we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters into the sanctuary, into, it enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. But keep in mind this hope that we have as an anchor is Jesus Christ himself. He's firm and secure, meaning he's holding us together. That's why we don't hold on to Jesus whenever we go through difficult times. Why? Because he's holding us together. That's right. Second John chapter 1, verse 2 tells us it's the truth uh, that abides in us and will be with us forever. The word abide actually just means to live in. Christ is actually living in you and me forever. And the reason why he's holding us together is because he loves us. He's, he's in his whole creation. And so remember, the word abide in the Greek language means to live in. So he's going to, Christ is going to continue in us. He's going to, Christ is going to continue to endure in us through everything we go through. Christ is living in us forever. Christ stays in us. He's not going anywhere. Christ remains in us. Why? Well, we look at Colossians 1.17, and it tells us this, that Christ existed before anything else, and Christ holds all creation together. That's right, he's holding it all together. Assurance is everything is going to be all right. You know, that's a spiritual need, and that's what we're talking about, spiritual needs that are met in him. And he says this in Jeremiah 29.11, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That's Jeremiah 29, 11. There's no fear in death anymore. We don't have to fear death. You know, there's a, a promise that we can find in 1 John 5, 11 and 12. This is the testimony God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has the life. Whoever does not have the son of God does not have life. So, you know, at our conversion, we were placed in Christ, made alive with eternal life. That's right, eternal life is not a place. It's Christ. And there's no beginning, no end to him. 
and we were united in him. So remember, when people in our lives have troubles, now Christ comforts us so he can comfort others through us. 2 John chapter 1, verse 4 tells us he comforts us in all our troubles. Now we can comfort others when they are in trouble. We ourselves have received comfort from God. You know, as a caregiver, you know, I've had my share of knocks and pains and aches. And one thing I've noticed is it gives me more compassion to see others and to help others that are in pain when I know what they're going through. It's hard to relate to people if you don't know what they're going through. Sometimes we have to go through what they go through to experience what they experience and how to minister to them more successfully by God's grace. Hebrews 10.10 tells us because of Christ's sacrifice, God made us holy. This word holy, another word for holy, is set apart. So this is where we're going to get our significance from. In the Greek language, significance means unique, important, or special. Do you you see yourself that way? Do you see yourself as unique or important or special? Whoever would have thought Bernie wearing a mask would be so important to the whole world or special? And whoever knew, whoever could have guessed that it would bring everybody together? Bernie Sanders, you know the one I'm talking about, the one they're putting on pictures everywhere? So it's Greek meaning, significance, is often applied to mean one of a kind, one and only. It's like there's only one Bernie Sanders, there's only one you, and so that's why God loves people so much, because there's only one of you. That's why we're so individually unique. He's designed us that way, for a reason. So our significance is based on what he did for us. Jesus lives in us for the purpose of loving us, for the Bible tells us so. Do you see yourself as unique, important, or sufficiently great, worthy of attention, or special? Well, because of what Christ has done, we are. We're significant to Him, one of a kind, one and only. You know, there are not two people alike, like I mentioned there are not two thumbprints alike, and there's, there are not two snowflakes alike. Each one is uniquely different. Kind of reminds me of people. Jesus loves me. This I know. Remember, Christ is committed to meeting our spiritual needs. 1 Corinthians 13, 7 says, love never gives up. He endures through every circumstance of life. And so that's what Christ does. He's committed to enduring through everything you go through. Everything. He never will give up on you. Or me. Remember, commitment involves yourself. It commits. It involves committing yourself to someone. And that's what he's done. In our union that we share in Christ, we see a great mystery here that Paul unveils in Ephesians 5.32, where he says, This is a great mystery, but I'm in, I'm in, it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. You know, 
we become one spirit with him. As in our marriages, when we're married, we become one new person. And so be encouraged. You can't escape him. You don't need to cling to Jesus when you're going through a really difficult time because he clings to you. He holds you together. And he says, I love you. God bless.